listening to the weekly podcast presented by the Lighthouse Midlothian. For more information, please visit us at www.dfwlighthouse.org. Thank you and God bless. His word is relevant no matter how old we are. All right, so as Chris alluded, alluded, uh, it's been about a year since uh, the tornado came. And uh, on my phone, it has this feature where it randomly picks pictures and it gives me memories. And this came up this past week, and I thought, this might be good, something to reflect. This might be something good to reflect upon, and I wanted to share this with you. If you weren't part of our church family a year ago, you can kind of get a glimpse into scripture I shared last year, that morning, is from 2 Corinthians 4, 16. So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction, and Paul went through some things that none of us would call light or momentary, (laughs) right? This light momentary affliction is preparing us. Think about that. For an eternal weight of glory compared to the glory that God has for each one of us in eternity. All this stuff... going to get blown away. It literally did. (laughs) Beyond all comparison. Here's the key. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen, for the things that we can see with our physical eyes are transient. That means they are passing through. But the things that are unseen, that we can't see with our natural eyes, but we see with our spiritual eyes, those things are eternal. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for opening our eyes today, for giving us spiritual sight, spiritual vision. Lord, that comes from knowing you spiritually. That comes from deciding to serve you, to believe on the name of Jesus Christ, to call upon him, to look upon him, to fix our eyes on that which is eternal, to not get caught up in the temporary, in the transient, in those things that are here today, gone tomorrow. But God, we just choose to believe that even those things that are passing away are preparing us day by day, Lord, for glory, for eternity. So, Lord, as we listen to this very brief word this morning, God, 
Let your spirit touch our hearts because without your spirit, we do not change. Without your spirit, we cannot comprehend. Without your spirit, we cannot see. So, Lord, we thank you for vision, for sight, for understanding. Lord, we thank you that you are eternal and you've called us to yourself. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So the reason I wanted to show that video was not to say, oh, poor us, look what we went through. No. To focus on the things that we need to be focusing on and not what we see with our eyes, that, that day after, that was the day after, the, the tornado hit at 9.07 p.m. I remember I was in that neighborhood dropping off my granddaughter when the lights went out. And we had no clue what had happened right here. We had no idea. And had it been five minutes after when we passed through, we would have been in the middle of it. And so we dropped her off. The lights went off. We drove back down Ninth Street. And Connie, my wife, was saying, wire down, tree limb down. We just thought it was a strong wind that had blown down some wires and some trees. We didn't know what had hit. And so often in life, when we go through life, we don't even understand while it's hitting what we've been hit with. And then Reese and Lauren started texting. Parts of the roof are missing. This is going on. That's going on. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go to, it's okay. So they called me and said, actually, no, the, the venue's gone. I'm like, what? define gone. It's not there. <laughs> By now, it's 9.30 PM. I, I said, OK, I'll come up. I put on my bedroom slippers, <laughs> grabbed the keys, got in the car, the whole time thinking, these guys. <laughs> Now, when I pulled in and saw the church sign upside down lodged in their apartment window, that was my first clue that this wasn't a little exaggeration on their part. And then the rest is history. Okay, so we looked at the damage. Now, the next day we got here and saw what you just saw. Now, I want to tell you what I saw the next day, I saw pastors from other churches down here. I saw people with trailers and trucks and gloves. I saw people with donuts. Thank God for donuts. They are reserved for times of crises. I saw church members. I saw children. I saw Aunt Brenda and her daughter with brooms. I saw the utility companies. I saw a tree that had caught a major section of the roof that shielded the people in the apartments from this storm. What I did not see was any loss of life. What I did not see was any loss of hope. Amen. 
I saw throughout the day as church members came in and got that glimpse, I saw love and encouragement. And I saw God's spirit start to mend. He's so faithful. What the enemy meant for evil, he can turn for good. And so what you see now if you go out there is a blank slate. This room here, the windows were broken through. We couldn't use this until late May, early June, right? And it had to sit just as it was until February, I believe, because we couldn't touch it. Dust, dirt, glass. Hard hat area. Dangerous, because the roof was lifted on the entire building. <laughs> but God, but God, but God has been with us through this entire thing. And as I saw the news reports about the rest of Dallas that got all the attention on October 20th, 2019, and that's cool, they had an F3, we only had an F1. There are foundations there that have not been re rebuilt. There are businesses that had to move. There are people picking up the pieces. Still, and it's a process. Doesn't happen all at once. Rebuilding is a process, folks. When the storms come in and they devastate, yeah, just as Terry said, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And it may seem like you lost that battle. It may seem that way. But if God is with you, if God is for you, who can be against you? And whatever is stolen in those moments... Whatever is lost, God knows where it is, and he will find that thing, and he will restore. Because one thing God spoke to us 20 years ago is that this would be a place of restoration. And there are so many people that have lost so many things in life. But God comes to give us life. John 10.10. 10. And not just eking by, squeaking by, but abundant life, abundance. And that abundant life is manifested in any situation. And Jesus made it a point to declare himself God in the midst of the storm. He appeared in the midnight hour when the storm was raging and he said, fear not, I am. <laughs> Take courage. And he still says that to us. He still says that to us in the middle of every storm that we face. So who are we going to see in the storm? Do we focus on the waves? Do we focus on the wind? Do we focus on the loss? It's hard not to. No, we've got to see Jesus. They didn't know who that was. Is it a ghost? We don't know. Peter. Peter had the guts to yell out, 
in the middle of the sea. <laughs> Is that you, Lord? <laughs> and we've got to, in the middle of the storm, sometimes cry out, God, are you here? Because it doesn't feel like it. It doesn't look like it. It doesn't even sound like it. That's when Jesus said, don't fear. Take courage. I'm giving it. I'm giving it. I'm giving it. I am. I am. Same voice that came out of the burning bush. I am. I am the I am. I am all you need. There's a storm. I am. The boat is rocking. I am. You don't know if you're going to get to the other side. I am. You're uncertain. I'm certain. I am. We need to hear that voice, guys. And sometimes we got to cry out. And if it's you, Lord, tell me to get out of the boat. I love that. He just didn't jump out of the boat. He said, if it's you. Jesus said, come. Oh, my goodness. What were you thinking, Peter? You know, he had that gift. <laughs> Speak first, think later. I got that gift. Anyone else here have that gift? Yeah, that's a gift we can try to return, but it's a gift that keeps on giving. 90-day return policy. Once it's out of the tube, you can't put it back in. The toothpaste is out of the tube. All right, so if it's you, come on, Peter. I shared this a few months ago when we were meeting at live streaming. We weren't meeting. We were at the coffee house. We had a little studio set up. Got kicked out of the school. COVID. COVID. Everyone else, COVID came as a shock. We were already all over the place, okay? Church on the patio the first Sunday after, then in the park, and then at the coffee house, and then the school opened up. That was delightful for a season. Yeah, I picture all of you, the coffee people, Jeremy and his trailer, and all the chair movers, the ones who set up the chairs, the ones who rearranged the chairs, the ones who took down the chairs, the ones who were knocked over by the chairs. Man, down but not out. Such great memories. I'm not kidding. Fun. When you know it's temporary, it can be fun. Okay, so just remind yourself, as long as you're still breathing on planet Earth, this, anything, anything is temporary, right? No matter how long it takes, it's temporary. And when you look back on it, it wasn't that long a season after all, right? I remember distinctly hearing in my spirit, enjoy this moment because you won't be here that long. That was the last Sunday we were at the school. Because they shut it down. Come and get your stuff. We had to go get our bins. I look at Amber because she was the bin queen. Okay, she kept this. She has a gift of administration and organization. She knows the expiration date on everything in the kitchen. That's good. Some people need to know that. All right. So 
And some people like us try to drink it anyway. <laughs> they said, is the cream good? This happened yesterday. Is the cream good? No, but I'm not wasting my coffee. <laughs> I became my father-in-law. Okay, so... Where was I? <laughs> we were kicked out of the school. We picked up the bins. We came to the coffee bar. We still had a storage unit. By then, we could start storing things in the healing center. Yes? We got moved back into the healing center. All right. Just, just thank you, those of you who are joining us today, for letting us have a moment. <laughs> Because as I was talking about the Jewish feasts the last few weeks, God orchestrated in their calendar times when they could stop and remember God's goodness. He programmed that into their lives. And we have to program that into our lives sometimes. To stop and like, okay, God, you took me from here. You saw me through that circumstance. You're with me. The storm ended. Peter got out of the boat. He had second thoughts after he got out of the boat. That's perfectly normal. The Kaisers got out of the boat, left Dallas, Texas, resigned positions at a Bible college, and traveled all over Europe and the world, not knowing what tomorrow would bring many times, but they know that God told them, get out of the boat. When Jesus says, get out of the boat, it's safe to get out of the boat. If you hadn't heard him say that, I suggest stay in the boat. All right? So if it weren't Jesus, thank God, he's got a, yeah. He's merciful, he'll, th he'll throw you one. I'm sure there were moments they had second thoughts, like, did I really, was that you, God? We have those moments. Why did I get out of this boat? The boat wasn't even that great. But the boat was better than not being in the boat, right? Okay, so wrapping it up. When did he sink? What was he looking at? It says that. And it wasn't this placid, moon-filled night that you see in some of the... There's Jesus. There were waves that were bigger than the boat, crashing. Peter's surfing without a board. It's not good. <laughs> he looked down. He got his eyes off Jesus. Guys, I know this has been preached a million times in the last few months, but we got to hear it. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep focused on the right things. Keep focused on the good things. Keep focused on the blessings. When you have lack, you focus on God's provision. When you're lost, you focus on the fact that God is your guide. When you're hurt, you focus on the healer. 
when you're alone, you focus on his presence. Don't look at the things you don't have. If you have God, again, if God is for us, who can be against us? If you got God, you got it all. How do you get God? He says, call to me and I will answer you. Yes? Jeremiah 33.3. In Sunday school they told us that was God's phone number. (laughs) Yeah? Just call on him. Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Some of you went to Sunday school. It's great. So God hears us when we call. He knows where we are even when we're lost. He is faithful in the storm. He is faithful after a tornado. He is faithful in a pandemic. He's faithful during an election. Okay, whoever wins, Jesus is still king. Just ask Kanye, okay? Jesus is king. Jesus is Lord. Whoever wins, whoever wins, okay? God will not have a bad day the next day if your candidate doesn't win. I'm just telling you right now, okay? Doesn't mean you don't go vote. Doesn't mean you don't pray. Doesn't mean you don't care. I'm just saying. The only thing that's guaranteed is God in eternity. (laughs) All right. I'm going to stop preaching right now. Would you stand with me? We've got three categories of people. Those who have never gotten in the boat in the first place. (laughs) Okay, Jesus said, get in the boat and you'll get to the other side. After Peter started to sink, Jesus lifted him back out and they both got in the boat and they got to the other side. I want to tell you today, the only way you're going to get to the other side is to get in the boat, and the boat is God's family. And you just have to say, Jesus, I'm yours. I believe in you. Forgive me. I've done things that are wrong. But you love me, and if I confess my sins, you're faithful and just to forgive them and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. So, Lord, we just come to you today and we say we want to be in the boat with you. Okay, there's another category of people. You've been in the boat. You thought you heard God tell you to do something. You got out of the boat. It's not as great as you thought it would be. I just say today, focus on Jesus. He's still there. He's still there. Yeah? And we have another category of people. You are riding the wind and the waves with Jesus and you're laughing and you're having a good time because you know that Jesus is with you and nothing can happen to you. I say amen. I say we all need to be there. And you need to encourage each other and encourage those who are sinking that it's going to be okay. God hasn't called us right now to isolate and hunker down and take care of us four and no more. God is calling us to help each other. And if you see someone sinking, be Jesus and reach out, pull them up. 
So Lord, right now, we just thank you today that you are here. We thank you for your presence. We thank you that you are God. No matter what hits us, God, nothing can touch us because it has to go through you, you first if we're part of your family, if you're our father. So God, in this house today, we say, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We put our trust in you. We put our hope in you. Lord, we just thank you today that you're with us. We want to worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're going to worship this morning, sing one more song. And as we do, just whatever it is that's been plaguing you, just let him have it and be encouraged in the Lord. Amen.